G'day, it's Hayley Carr here, coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak Podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat, and almost effortlessly, so you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. I was talking a few weeks ago with the members of the Fierce Salon, who I love so much. And we were talking about how to become an energetic match for what it is that you want. And I talk about this in Super Abundant as well, which is my course on money. You know, from a quantum physics perspective, which we do have a podcast on quantum physics, there is an energetic, a frequency, a vibrational factor or component to creating the life that you want and manifesting it. And so I know for a lot of you that you feel like you're doing absolutely everything that you can in order to create what it is that you want. And I'm going to speak from my own personal experience here rather than assuming that you are not doing something correctly, right? But for me, there was this one missing piece when it came to, actually, there were two missing pieces when it came to manifesting money, because I felt like I could manifest absolutely anything that I wanted except for money. Money was like the last piece for me of being able to have like freedom with money, having more than enough money, feeling supported and taken care of by money, being able to trust money, right? And not having this constant stress in the back of my mind. And so it's been a long journey and a long practice of making that a reality. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out when we're going to be doing super abundant again. But here's the thing, right? With money, I felt like it was different, to anything else. And this podcast isn't actually specifically about money. It's about being an energetic match for anything that you want. But I'm going to use the example of money because, well, it's one of the main issues or I guess subjects that a lot of people place difference on when it comes to manifesting things that you want. Actually, I find it's one of two things. It's either people who want money, more money or an experience of money that doesn't feel stressful, no matter how much money they're making. And number two, it's relationship, love, sex, connection, and intimacy. And it's a story that goes both ways, right? I feel like I can have everything except X, whether it's money or a relationship or a a sexually fulfilling, intimate life. 
And so the principles are the same of creating anything that you want. And we'll focus on money. Maybe I'll give you an example of relationships here as well. But my point is the first thing that I thought was missing was that I was taking all of the right steps, but I had made money different somehow, right? I'd made money special somehow, like it was only for certain people or there was a limit to what I could do. Or if I made more money, I'd make people in my family feel really uncomfortable and that wouldn't be a good thing. And I didn't want to do that. So I would hold back or I'd make my friends uncomfortable or my, the person I was dating uncomfortable, right? I had to move money out of my mind to be this thing that was different to manifesting a relationship or manifesting health or manifesting a house or manifesting a lifestyle or a business or clients or anything. And the way that I did that was by telling myself the same things I told myself about clients, which I've always found it very, very easy to create clients in my life and business. But I made money, having extra money and a lineup of money different. So there were things that I said about having clients. There was a certain feeling of certainty in my body. There was a certain feeling of service. There was a certain, just a knowing that it was always something else because I'd had evidence. I used to tell myself that about creating clients and creating business, but around creating like extra money in my life, I told myself a different story. Like I can't have that. It's not possible. I'm, I'm a spender. I'm not a saver. There's always something else to spend money on, etc. I could have said that about clients, right? Like the clients are going to run out. There's only so many people in my community. There's blah, 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 but I didn't. And so the first key thing was actually swapping the stories that I said about other things that I found easy to manifest over to the thing that I found really difficult. But the second piece, and this is what I want to focus on in this episode today, was actually the energy and the frequency, the vibration, right? Behind what it was that I was saying and doing and thinking and wanting and hoping for and acting towards. And what I mean by that is that, well, how many times have you ever said an affirmation to yourself or read something out aloud and thought to yourself, that's bullshit. That's not true. That's like not real for me. Uh, And instead of kind of taking it on as feeling good or feeling kind of foreign to your body or foreign to your nervous system, but still good, we kind of reject it and we push it away. Like we don't allow ourselves to feel it because it feels a little bit scary to take that on as a feeling. I don't know people have resistance to that some of that resistance includes the feeling of like, if I take that on as a, as a, as a thing that's real, what happens if it doesn't work? I'll be disappointed. I'll feel like a failure. I don't want to feel that way. So I'm just going to not tell myself that that's actually real and available to me right now. And that ends up making you think that things like affirming what it is that you want and speaking positively about what it is that you want and what you're creating is not safe, right? So the thing with becoming an energetic match with something or creating a vibrational match or frequency match, they're all the same thing, right? The law of attraction talks about how we are a vibrational match for everything that we are experiencing. And therefore, if you want to experience something else, you need to become a vibrational frequency energetic match to the thing that you want. Now, a lot of people during this process of let's call it manifesting, which means just to make something true or to make something real for you. There are certain steps and they will pay attention to those steps. They'll take all the right actions. They'll tick all the right boxes. They'll follow the program. They'll do everything that's meant to like be done and it still doesn't work. Why is that? Well, this is the foundation of everything that I teach. Everything that I coach people on day in and day out. It's not about what you do. It's about who you be. 
It's not about what you do. It's about how you feel about what you do. It's not about what you do. It's your vibe. People can smell a weird off vibe like a mile off. And whether you think it or not, you cannot fake your vibe. You can't fake your energy. You can't fake your frequency. So if you're taking all the right actions, but something deep, deep, deep inside you says, yeah, this won't work for me. Or like, yeah, no, this is bullshit. Like it won't, it, I, nah, it's not going to happen. Then guess what? No matter all your wonderful efforts, your intention is not necessarily 100% in the direction towards what it is you want. Now you can feel scared and still take action. You can feel doubt and still take action. You can seriously question your sanity and still take action. You can be completely uncertain that it's going to work. And it can still work because your energy, your vibration, your frequency is that of the feeling of already having that thing, like being so connected to it. You can feel it in your cells as though it's already happened, even though it hasn't, even though you're scared, even though you doubt it, even though, even though, even though, like that energetic feeling inside of you creates a frequency inside of your body, which creates an energy that emits into the quantum field, right? That is what has things end up lining up and matching up and and you being supported to create whatever it is that you want in ways that you can't see or understand or comprehend even the ways that the world is kind of rearranging and lining up to support you. But in order for you to have that experience, you need to be totally in the flow. You need to be completely aligned with what it is that you're doing. You need to be making sure that you're removing your resistance as it comes up. It's not about having no resistance. Oh my goodness. It's about letting it be there not making a thing of it and doing it anyway. It's just still staying connected to the feeling of having what it is that you want. What I'm saying is you can have two feelings at once. One can be completely feeling the feelings of having it. The other can be, I am so scared of doing this. I am so frightened of failure. I'm not sure. I feel so scared. What if, what if, what if, what if you can still hold those two um, diverse feelings or fears in the one, and you can still come out manifesting what it is that you want. But the thing is, It has to be predominantly that you feel connected to the end step and you stay in the energy of being connected to that end step predominantly and you're less focused on what could go wrong. You're less focused on this innate idea that it doesn't work for you. So the thing is, if you can shift your belief systems, if you can shift your ideas and your fears around it not working for you, around it never having worked for you, around it all potentially could go wrong and looking for like what happens is when you start focusing on um, your fear and the ways things can go wrong, you actually unconsciously start looking for evidence of why it doesn't work for you and how it doesn't work for you and why it's never going to work for you and how it never has worked for you. Um, You're going to consistently and unconsciously look for evidence of that. So without going into the entire like NLP training of how you actually shift an unconscious belief, which we do actually go into in super abundant, but really it's about choosing something else to put it very, very simply, which you can do after listening to this podcast, um, to put it very simply, it's about catching that fear in the moment, not actually taking it seriously, but more so getting curious and observing it and asking what you'd like to believe instead, and then deciding to think another thought. Now that sounds overly simplistic. Well, because it is, but the thing is, if we think about how our thoughts and beliefs are developed in the first place, 
it's something that was taught to you or you decided at some point and you never questioned or changed your mind about. And maybe you've built up evidence of that being true because that's how you've behaved all this time. But it's not necessarily nothing is locked in stone when it comes to your fears and your beliefs about yourself. It's simply that you get to decide at any point to choose to think a new thought. And that's the freedom of, hey, being an adult. <laughs> if you haven't listened to my last podcast about why I love being an adult, then uh, you won't understand that. Um, but this literally is about being lucid with your thinking and being able to switch out those thoughts as they come up. Now, like I love coaching people in high stakes situations when there's a trophy on the line, when there's time pressure, when there's just like results pressure. I love coaching people through those moments because that's when a our truest, deepest stuff rises to the surface to be worked through. And B, it's when you get the greatest experience that you can reference later on so that you can utilize the same lessons and distinctions that you gather from these experiences in so many other circumstances in your life as well. So there's a double benefit to operating with people when they're under pressure. And, you know, I always say that you don't rise to the occasion, you sink to the level of your training. So I love training people from a a state of, I guess, you know, slight pressure because you will train yourself to be able to deal with these situations where fear comes up. A lot of people, I think, believe that fear shouldn't be there at all. And it's completely untrue about being fearless. It's just that we don't fear as much and we know what to do with our fear in order to be fearless. So I have four questions that you can ask yourself to become an energetic or vibrational match. And I want to go through those questions with you. You can journal them, you can use them forever. But the key presupposition here, the key assumption underneath everything that I'm talking about is that what you need to do is predominantly feel the feeling of it working, of it having feeling really good, of it already happening and it worked and it went better than you could possibly have ever imagined and you're shocked and you're excited and you're you're feeling like wow this actually happened and in NLP this is called future pacing right it's about going to a time it's actually the reverse engineering of anxiety oftentimes when we're feeling anxious we're imagining something to go wrong and we're feeling those feelings if you're good at anxiety you'll be really good at this this is now about thinking about what if it all went right and taking yourself to a moment of holy guacamole, crikey me, it actually happened. How's that for Aussie? It actually happened. Oh my goodness, it worked. We've done it. I've done it. It's incredible. This worked. That person signed up. People are signing up. It's incredible. It's working. The money's there. I've got the trophy, whatever it is, right? A moment in time when this thing went better than you could have possibly imagined. You're almost shocked and excited and in awe and really allowing yourself to feel those feelings in your body and making that your predominant feeling, making that the predominant place that you act from, think from, speak from, feel from. And so the practice through any form of creating and creating what it is that you want is to maintain that energy, that frequency, that vibration. You do that by focusing on the feeling of having it already so that you become a match for that end step. Because being a match isn't about clawing your way to the end. Being a match for something is about feeling almost so normalized in that experience that it's kind of almost boring, right? A boring walkthrough process. So a lot of my clients will come back and say after they've achieved this massive impossible dream, you know, I kind of felt a little bit guilty that it wasn't more exciting because I was kind of like, of course this happened, you know, and I love that moment because 
it tells me that what they've created now is they haven't just clawed their way over the finish line and they're not going to question if it was a fluke and if they can do it again. It's a question of, I am this person. Of course I have created this. Of course this is me. It's almost so normal to me that it's boring. And of course that doesn't mean you're not grateful, but it's like so not abnormal that you can't imagine almost it not happening in a way. Again, it's a practice. It doesn't mean the first time you hit your goals, you're not going to be excited. Of course you you should be excited, but to become a true energetic match for what it is that you want is about feeling the feelings of it already done and really teaching yourselves to get used to those feelings so that you can operate from that place of positive expectation, assumption that it's going to happen, Um, And there's no kind of inner resistance of like, oh, no, this doesn't actually work for me. So while I might be taking all the right actions, my energy is saying, no, no, I'm not a match for this. It doesn't work. It doesn't happen for me. It's not my thing. And then because of that, we close ourselves off to opportunities. We close ourselves off to being really felt and seen and heard through the ethers. Um, We close ourselves off to the opportunities that are in front of us that we that we didn't even realize are there that have always been there. There's just so many things that you can't even really comprehend that do happen when you're an energetic match for what you want. So here are the four questions and I'm going to explain them to you as well. I hope that you enjoy them. And of course, if you have questions, please do reach out. This is my practice for realigning myself constantly. Like if there's something that I really want, because we're always a match for everything that we're experiencing. So every time I want to up level, these are the questions that I'm asking myself. And the key piece here is that it's a moment to moment practice. It's not something that you do once off and that you never relook at ever again. It's something that you might do three times a day or 300 times a day, (laughs) depending on how often you slide out of being a match for it, right? Because I want your predominant vibration, your dominant, your most common vibration to be that of the thing that you want and that you're working towards. And really, when you begin this, you will be mostly probably thinking that you can't do it or curious or not sure. And then a little bit like certain and feeling the feelings of having it. And then over time, the more you practice this, it'll be more like you're predominantly certain and feeling good and you know how to become a match for things. And then every now and again, you might have a little slip up where you start to doubt yourself or you forget your innate power and your freedom and your ability to be limitless. So yeah, over time with practice, you become more dominantly an energetic match and less often kind of skewed, but it's never about not falling off the bandwagon. It's about knowing how to get back on. All right, so are you ready? Here are the questions, and I want you to pull out your journal if you want. You can write these down on your phone. Have fun with them. So the first question is, what's the thing you want? Number one, what is the thing that you want? Give yourself permission to really state it exactly as you want it. I'm serious about that bit. Number two is how would you feel if you had it? Like what would be the feeling, which is of course another way of saying the vibration, the energy, the frequency. What would be the feeling if I had that already? And if you wanna go one step further, if it went better than I could have possibly even imagined. Then question three is how are you already that? So how are you already that feeling? How are you already experiencing that exact feeling today? How is that already available to you, that feeling that you want right now? So for example, if you want to feel supported, absolutely supported, like you can fully rest and relax into receiving, 
I want you to sit back in a chair and feel how supported you are in the chair. Now, this might sound so annoying. I know that some of my clients are like, this is annoying. This has got nothing to do with actual money or actual relationships or actual anything. Actually, it does because underneath the support in a relationship is the support that is called support and support feels like support no matter where you're getting the support from. So if you know what support feels like from a chair, you know how support feels from a relationship. Get it? It sounds wild, right? But that's why it's super freak hack. So if you want to feel supported, find the ways that you're already supported in your life. Lay down on the bed and feel how the bed holds you up. Feel how the earth holds you up. Feel how gravity holds you down. Feel how supported you are from all angles and go wild with this perspective, right? If you want to feel like you have more than enough, an absolute abundance of things, super abundance is what I like to call it then I want you to find the ways that you already have more than enough because predominantly you're probably not focusing on all the ways that you have more than enough right now. So that might mean that you pay for something with cash and you get change. You have more than enough money to pay for your morning cup of coffee. Or I can look outside right now and I can see that there is a mountain of trees outside my window And I couldn't even count how many, like there are way more than enough trees on that mountain for me to know that there are, like I'm surrounded by an abundance of trees that I can't even count. It feels overflowing with trees. And that feeling is the type of feeling that I want to generate in my bank account, right? Or in, uh, maybe you want to generate in your business, like on your social media followings or your email newsletter or the amount of yeses that you get to something that you're doing or, um, Anyway, it doesn't matter. My point is, it's the feeling that you're looking for. You want to be asking yourself, how am I already that? How do I already have that feeling in my life? Then finally, the final step is what is phase one? Now, phase one is a distinction that if any of you have ever come to play bigger, feel better, you will have heard this distinction. I I talk about it all the time. Phase one is something that uh, a friend of mine a long time ago taught me about, and he was talking about just a funny way of not overthinking things. And phase one was really about asking yourself, what is the first thing that's available to you that you can do in this moment that's um, within reach? That's just something you can immediately take action on. It's not like a series of steps. It's literally one step. That's your phase one. And once you've done that, then you ask again, what's phase one? Because by now, phase two has now become phase one. And the cool thing about this distinction is that When you start operating from a place of phase one, you actually get to skip steps. Most people pre-plan their goals from start to finish and they follow through on every step without realizing that once you've actually begun the journey, you may possibly be able to skip some steps because now that you're actually in the process, you realize some of them are not necessary. We're not taught to do this, by the way. We're taught to follow the plan. But if you can think about skipping steps and and making it easy for yourself, why wouldn't you? So the last step is what is phase one? Now for you, phase one is going to be literally picking up a pen, getting on Google, picking up the phone, making a phone call, saying something to someone, sending a message, booking something in. Like it's quite literally one step that is available to you right now that you can say, I have completed that step. 
And then you go on and you ask, what is the next step? So it's not something that would be considered a project with with a bunch of steps inside it. I hope you understand. That's what phase one is. It's one step that's available to you. And then, of course, you keep asking yourself that question. What do I want? Right. How would I feel if I had it? Generate those feelings in your body by asking, how am I already that? How do I already have that feeling? And then what's phase one? So what this guarantees is that you're connecting into the feeling or the sensation or the vibration, the frequency, the energy before you take action. And you will take one teeny tiny step towards this massive thing that you desire in alignment with the energy and the frequency of how you want to be when you get there. It's fail proof. It takes some time. It takes practice. It takes patience but it is essentially a fabulous key and a fabulous hack to becoming a a match and consistently, you know, calling in what it is that you want, however you want to, but it feels good when you do it as well. So I've used this process with athletes to win world titles, multiple world titles with a lot of ease, performers, people who are in the military service, entrepreneurs, parents, PhDs, (laughs) PhDs, <laughs> like it just really, um, people who are going through emotional stuff, relationships, like it really applies across the board. It's quite universal. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, let me know how you go. If you have questions as well, let me know. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears of all the things you could be listening to right now. You're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot, you could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, hayleycar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard 2, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open and say yes. I'll see you soon.